Welcome back, everybody, to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Arani, and today I'd like to offer an introduction to a series that we've got coming up on the mind. So we're going to look at um, the different types of mind, the subconscious and conscious mind, the different models of how the brain works, primarily the triune model of the brain. You may have heard of reptilian mammalian brain, cortex brain before. And then I'll actually take you through some of the practices. So we'll start with the theory and then we'll go into some of the practices related to programming the subconscious mind, hypnotherapy, um, and how to... A lot of us are already doing this work, but I'd love to look at how to make the most out of this time and how to really understand what we're doing when we do mind work. I guess we could call it mind work. So an introduction to this work um, I think is necessary just to set up the context from which we're going to be discussing it. So most of us are really attracted to mind work. The power of the mind has been spoken about in our personal development circles, in our spiritual circles, and even in modern pop culture, there is a lot of hype around the mind. Um, and we're really attracted to this. We're attracted to the mystical aspects of the mind, things like telepathy, um, I forget what the other one is called, where you can move things with your telekinesis. We're attracted to the magical aspects. So maybe you remember that really famous book and movie that came out, The Secret, where people were manifesting physical realities with their mind. We're attracted to the mind because of our attraction and reverence for knowledge, power, charisma, this is manifested through the development and the understanding of how the mind works and harnessing the power of the mind. And of course, if you're familiar with the concept of charisma, it's a way of affecting other people's mind with your own way of expressing your power of mind and your mind's contents. And of course, we're very interested as a human species in this idea of hacking. So biohacking and mind hacking, how to leverage the power and the structures and the way our mind works for particular aims, whether they're supernatural, superhuman, um, paranormal. And that includes just peak performance as well as that is paranormal. It doesn't need to mean ghosts and energies and out-of-body experiences to be called paranormal, but things that are outside of the normal range that yogis and meditators and spiritual people and people interested in personal development are pursuing. They're pursuing that hacking element as well. So there's a big fascination with the mind, and rightly so, in my opinion, because all of our experience, everything we experience in our lives in any moment is known through the mind. 
and also our whole lives and our experience are affected through the mind. So it really is the control center that is determining our experience of reality. And when I say mind, I'm taking a really wide definition. So anyone who meditates or has investigated in any way, they'll know that the mind doesn't equal thoughts. So thoughts are in the mind. However, the mind is a larger reality, which includes our whole nervous system. So all of our feelings, all of our sensations, including all of our thoughts, but not limited to, create our mind. So our mind isn't infinitely wide. It's not as wide as the whole universe, but our mind makes up our entire personal experience. So anything we experience as an individual is experienced through the mind. And as we'll see over the next episodes, our mind is both the framework as well as the contents. So our beliefs and our neural pathways and our set behaviors and instincts are the framework in which our thoughts and our actions are known and manifest. So the mind is both the structure as well as the contents. It's both the paper as well as the story that's written on top of it. More on that later, but just as an introduction, we can know that studying our mind will give us a map to explore and understand our experience. So understand the foundations and the building blocks of our experience. And I think this is really important because... I feel like what we're one of the main things we're trying to solve with this work and one of the main human pursuits, one of the main things that we're hungry for and are striving for is for understanding and for meaning of our experience. If we're only trying to change our experience, we're affecting our lives only on the surface of the reality for what we can see and what others can see visible changes, changes that we know through our senses. But also meaningful in our lives are the understanding of how things work. How does our existence work? How do we navigate our experience? And those things are hidden. And those things are meaningful in a deeper way, unlike the meaningfulness of what appears on the surface to the senses. So really the purpose for this series and what I would like to share with you and what I'd hope you to get out of it is, of course, that understanding of how our mind works and what it might mean for us to pursue mastery. Because our yoga and meditation practice, our business, our career, our purpose, our relationships, everything will undergo a refinement and a mastery if we work to refine, understand, and master the mind, remembering that our whole experience is known through and filtered through our minds. So I'd love to offer you the chance to refine any area of your life, to know that your life can be changed and transformed 
by approaching this deeper understanding of our existence and how we experience our lives. And yogis have always been interested in the mind. Pre-yoga, I was definitely interested in these ideas that were alluded to, you know, things in the matrix and in other kinds of movies, ideas about alternative realities and possibilities and potentials and the universal nature of things. I was interested in them, but I had no framework. And when I first started yoga and looking into meditation and um, some of, and yoga, of course, being this philosophy and tradition coming out of India, there was such a richness of things for me to start to explore and experiment with. And then, of course, having a good access point into the whole Western and modern world of consciousness, mind, and these kinds of um, understandings of the brain, nervous system, and metaphysics that also come from Western practices, science, and philosophy. So there's a lot out there. And what I'd like to share with you in this series is the absolute basics of it, because for me, the potency is always in the foundations and in the basics. The simpler, the more potent. Um, the simpler, the less story related to it, the less understanding needed, and the more direct experience available, according to me, which is why I love the basics so much. So what I'd really love to share in this series is the basics. So I'll give a really brief introduction in the first part of the series, which will be how it got created. What are the most popular theories of brain, mind, and the nervous system and how it has evolved? I'll also speak about how the structure of our mind is based upon or creates even a map of reality. From there, we'll look at hypnotherapy and how to make your own self-suggestion tapes. And then I'd love to offer a few sample recorded self-suggestion tapes, one for abundance and prosperity, which would be pretty relevant for us at this time, April 2020. And I'd also like to then go into how best to listen to these tapes. So it's not enough to just record a self-suggestion tape, but there's a certain way that we actually do the practice and participate in the self-suggestion and self-hypnosis, which make it more effective. And then I'll end with a few more guided self-hypnosis tapes, um, one for a healthy body and one for healing, hopefully we'll get around to before this is over. So thanks so much for starting this series with me and I look forward to sharing with you more in the upcoming episodes. This show is dedicated to creating wholeness and satisfaction through higher education. I recommend you go back into the app and subscribe to the podcast. The very nature of the spiritual path is cultivating an experience that lifts you up. And this small step can do just that. You can also discuss your insights and the subject matter with friends. Thank you for listening and for cultivating wisdom. Thank you.